All right, welcome to the Silent Seminar Podcast. My name is Mark Salona. I'm originally from the Delco area, up now in the Bloomsburg area. And I am the drummer for Silent Seminar. I'm, I'm, I'm also here with the other main host, my partner. Matt Ebert. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, I'm really excited. I've been talking about this for a while, you know that. Yeah, uh, yeah same. I've been... Uh... When you first mentioned this to me like a few months ago, I was and you're like, "Yo, Matt, let's let's do a let's do a podcast. It'll really help us uh, blow up." I was like, "I want to fucking do that shit, man." But like now that we're doing it, this is actually a lot of fun. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Yeah, no, uh, you know that that's the real in- interesting thing because I, I was studying a lot of people who did blow up, a lot of people who are, I guess you would say, big and and famous, right? And one of the main people I was studying was Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was on the UFC. You know what I mean? He was already famous. But the thing was, he didn't blow up within the, the younger community uh, on, I guess you'd say, main s- social media. The main, uh, what's it called? Like Main Mainstream media. Yeah, mainstream. that's what it is. Mainstream media. That He didn't blow up on the mainstream media until he ended up starting his podcast and having all kinds of guests like... Theo uh, Vaughn and you know all kinds of uh, special guests. I even think he had uh, Kanye West. Uh, he had uh, what's his name? Didn't he have Elon Musk or something? Yeah, Elon Musk. Exactly. So that's the that you know. Honestly, I think this is going to be a really big step, a, gr- a great step for our. Yeah, this should be. Uh, this should hopefully be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm very excited. But let's get into this. All right. Uh, both, but, but. Right before we get into this, I do want to say last night um, on July 27th, we lost someone. Uh, and that someone was the drummer uh, for Slipknot, Joey Jordison. Uh, God bless, rest his soul. Um, he was a big influence on me. So let's give him, let's give him a huge three, 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, did you? Okay, let's actually do the moment. I wanted to actually have a moment. All right, moment, moment over. <laughs> Moment's right. gone. Yes, sadly, the moment is gone. Yeah, but, uh, his moment is gone. He'll never be forgotten. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, incredible drummer. On my way here, I was actually I uh, decided to check out Iowa. I listened to a great like, album. Yeah, great album. I hadn't listened to it in a while, and I remember last time I had listened to it, I was like kind of fine on it. Uh, up and up until now, like I've only really enjoyed like "We Are Not Your Kind" because I like a lot of like the more weird experimental shit in there. But Iowa has a lot of really great shit in there. Like, there's you might not notice it at first, but there's definitely a kind of a variety of styles. Like in the like sort of quote unquote opening track, it's almost like a death metal song with Joey doing like blast beats and shit yeah and I think the song I left off on when I got here was uh fuck I think it starts with like an L it's almost like a weird like ambient slightly post metal kind of song and that one was uh that was a really interesting song and yeah that whole album is just insane yeah I the Iowa album 
Uh, now, I'll, you know, I'm a huge fan. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm a huge fan of Slipknot. Yeah. Uh, ask me any question about Slipknot and I could tell you. The thing is with, you know, you know what? We'll save this for a total different episode. Yeah, next week, I think. Yeah. It's we'll, probably going to be right. We'll probably save this for next week's episode, which we'll probably, we'll probably record Sunday, but won't be out until Wednesday. Yeah. Um, just because everyone's open at that time. Uh, so let's hop into who we are. So basically, you guys know who we are, what we do, where we came from, how we live, how we breathe, how we how we eat and shit. But let's get into it. So, uh, Matthew. Children not advised to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, we definitely suggest not having your child watch this. But um, yeah, no. So, Matthew, I got here. Uh, some some questions to basically ask us each uh, each other. They're the same question. Uh, mm, sounds very sensual. I like it. Great. <laughs> no, nah. but um. So let's let's hear about us. Uh, basically, I want to ask you, how did you get into music uh, originally? You know, were you brought into it by your family? Did you come across it in school? How how did this come upon you? Uh, I kind of just came across songs that I liked. I think the very first song that I listened to and like really enjoyed was, uh, you're going to laugh, it was Hey Soul Sister by Train. I heard it on the radio back in the day and really liking that song. That wasn't like what made me like want to do music, but that's like a little interesting aside. Uh, I remember one, because I'd hear songs on like the radio that I would enjoy like that. And I wanted to get like an iPod or something so I could listen to music whenever. And I end up getting my uh, my oldest brother's iPod Shuffle. It was it wasn't the one that was square. It was the one that was like a rectangle. It was really weird. I don't know if anybody remembers those. But uh, and like the first thing that came on was uh, I believe it was "Awaken Alive" by Skillet. If not, it was "Hero," which is the first track off that album because Shuffle was turned off. And I remember just hearing that and being like. Dang, I wish I could make something that sounds that fucking awesome. Because it, it just, like, excited me the first time I heard it. I was just like, what is this? And then I, like, fell in love with... There's about four main bands I listened to for, like, the first five years of me listening to music. Skillet, Thousand Foot Crutch, Three Days Grace, and Red. Softy. Huh? You're a softy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that... I've been listening to a lot of that stuff recently and actually like, you know, sometimes you listen to stuff you listen to when you're younger and you're like, and you're like, "Eh, I don't know. I mean, I like this still for nostalgia, but I don't know if it's like as great as I thought it used. Like I could kind of tell it was like nostalgia with a lot of that stuff. I think it actually genuinely really holds up. Like the first two three days grace records are legitimately great in my opinion. Yeah. Some incredible songwriting on those. Um, but then I like I was into drumming and uh, playing guitar. Like I took lessons, even though I never practiced for them. My family was even like, "Are you sure you still want to do this?" And I kind of knew that I wanted to play guitar. I just wasn't old enough or disciplined enough to be able to practice it. But uh, I would like follow like uh, drum manufacturer channels, like uh, Minel Symbols. And that turned me on to uh, Lamb of God and more importantly, Periphery. It was like a studio tour with Matt Halpern for their Juggernaut album, which is my favorite album of all time. And that introduced me to like prog metal and then I got deeper into that rabbit hole with things like um, Dream Theater 
and then uh you know of course here then i'd say the most recent step was just like uh i had a i asked a friend to turn me on to some hip-hop albums because i wanted to get into that you know that's what the most interesting part is that i find today is you'll find a lot of artists that are huge for example travis scott uh trippy red a lot of those artists have actually blown up huge mainstream and they used to listen to people like slayer yeah who would have thought people like lil uzi vert was listening to slayer yeah i know <laughs> yeah it's i always love watching interviews of like famous like you know artists and stuff and the thing you'll notice is like even though they might be known for like one style or something like that their like catalog of music they listen to is usually extremely like diverse and they listen to everything they're able to pick out what's good in one genre versus another even if maybe they don't listen to it as much as the other and they usually have you know like i said a very eclectic taste you see the way that i ended up getting into music was in school now my dad was very i wouldn't say pushy as a word because he wasn't like you have to do it you know what i mean but he he was very encouraging like, here, you should try it. You should really try it before you just say no. And that was a philosophy that I actually do believe in. You should at least try something before you just say no. Yeah. In my opinion. And uh, I saw, I took his advice and I was like, you know what? Fine. And I picked up trumpet. And I started playing trumpet. And, you know, the interesting thing was is I loved playing live. I loved having, like, all these people just capturing their moment capturing all of their attention to me because i'm playing an instrument so-called so very well that they're that intrigued that to where they're admiring us in a way right and but the problem was is i didn't like to play trumpet so my dad finally got us a guitar also wasn't my thing and i ended up quitting the sad part is i quit everything for shit uh 10 years you know what i mean i didn't play anything and then 10 years later i finally had the opportunity and i was like you know what i want to get a drum set i've been really you know just really pushing this idea for wanting to play an, uh, an instrument you know what i mean have some kind of talent whether it was going back into skateboarding whether it was playing music no matter what it was i wanted to get back into something so i was like you know what music is what i'm going to get into a drum set is what i'm going to get so i go ahead and i went and uh cut my neighbor's lawn now i cut her lawn like once or twice and she paid me regular the third time i cut her lawn she was like i don't have cash i could pay you next week or here take a look in my garage i have a drum set if you want that take that oh, fucking bet dude Give me that shit. Nice. <laughs> you know, like one lawn cut and I get a drum set? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, and you'd, you'd expect it to be like some like piece of shit that you could pick up at Cracker Barrel if it's just for the price of cutting somebody's lawn. Yeah. Oh, and you know, the funny thing is, is right after that, I, because a week before that, I ended up giving some dude 150 bucks for some kid's toy set. And this I got for free. So I was practicing on some little kid's toy set that's basically made out of full fucking plastic. 
You know what I mean? No, no, I mean, drum sets are plastic, but you get what I'm saying. They, they were trash. They were garbage. You know what I mean? The wood that's inside of drums? Yeah, no, that was plastic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was Also, this isn't the uh, set that, like, we have, like, the one tom on here, or is that the same one? No, that's that's a different one. Okay, I was gonna say, because that's definitely fucking wood. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, de that's a different one. But no, yeah, um, so I took the drum set, I had two sets, so I, I put away the uh, kid set, I started setting up the new set, and it was awesome because the heads were not in bad condition, the drum set was an uh, what is it? An Evans? I'm pretty sure. Well, it's a drum head. So it's aftermarket drum heads. So it's like, yeah, it's going to sound pretty good. Pretty much any drum set's going to sound good if you put some good heads on it. Exactly. So I was, I was hyped, dude. I was so hyped. Uh, later I found out that her son was actually part of a local band that actually kind of blew up, but that's for another podcast. Um, and I just worked my ass off every day right after school. Even during school, I would go skip class just to go in the music room and play drums for an hour. You know what I mean? And the music teachers allowed it because they just like kids who liked music in a, in a way. And um, yeah, and that's, that's pretty much how I got into it. Now, going into that, from that, let's go into basically how we met, how we started forming the band since we are basically in the now point of that. We'll do, uh, we'll do that. So... Basically, I have always wanted to start a band, right? And same here. Exactly. Like, dude, I was my first concert was an Iron Maiden and a uh, Alice Cooper concert. Mm. Fucking amazing! It was amazing. It was, dude. Oh my god! Like, just thinking about it gives me chills. And I remember seeing. Now the thing is, the drummer for Iron Maiden. I forget his name. I apologize. I'm, we're probably going to have people pee, uh, pissed off. But anyway, yeah. Um, have fun reading those comments. We won't read. Yeah. For making those comments. <laughs> I'll read them probably. But anyway, I, won't. I, I, I have a life. Not really. Uh, I saw his drum set and seen how many, like how big it is, and how he was able to just so smoothly so it's kind of like watching a skateboarder you know you watch a skateboarder and you see him do like a trick so smoothly so cleanly and you're just like holy shit you know wow that was nice you know what i mean like it was it was just amazing to watch him in action and play and uh eventually to the point where i got the drum set and i was like practicing so much i could play basic songs you know you mentioned three days grace like um I forget the name of the song, but it was a simple three days. Probably, like, song. probably like Animal I Have Become or something. Yeah, it was something like that. Um, I started playing that and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have the balls to start asking people. And originally Kyle, which was uh, our old guitarist, if anyone doesn't know, we had a, a buddy named Kyle. He kind of talks to us still through the band. Uh, not so much anymore. I hope he's doing all right. Uh, God bless Kyle and his family. Uh, they're good people. But anyway, back to the point. Um, Kyle was the original guitarist. And he didn't want to play guitar anymore. Plus, you know, we had Bryce. I remember sitting in the lunchroom and coming up to you and just randomly asking you, would you want to be a point of the band? How did you feel at that moment? And what was going through your mind? Uh, I was like, one, who the fuck is this? Uh, two, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, that should be fun. I remember, uh, like, even earlier in that year, uh, I think it was Mason Huntington had asked me to, like, be in a band with him or whatever, and I was like, oh, shit. And I, like, agreed to that. then, like, nothing came of it, so this was, like, kind of like a second thing of this happening, and I was like, oh, shit, this could be fun. 
hopefully maybe something will come out of it. That's the weird part. Like you were the first person after Kyle I asked. I didn't that was the very second he told me he didn't want to. I was like, bet you want to help me find someone. He was like, yeah, sure. I got you, bro. And we were like, I was like, bet, bro. And we were like, yo, bro, that bro over there. Let's go get that, bro. I pulled you over. I was like, bro, bam, bro. And he was like, yes, bro. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to be honest. There was a kid down in Glen Alden named Vincent Ruggiero, and he was a part of a band. And I remember being so fucking jealous. I remember being so jealous because like I wanted to be a part of a band so bad. Yeah. I was trying so hard when I was young to to learn guitar. And, you know, I, I learned a couple stuff. I, I did all right. Didn't retain it. But you you know what I mean? Like, I just <laughs> That's always... pretty much me. I don't retain anything I learned on guitar. I, just, <laughs> I, I learned a song and I stay as shitty as I started. Yeah, exactly. Like that, you know. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's crazy how fast I was able to find you. And it's weird to think this is your second chance, you know. If it's kind of like we were meant to do it in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like dang. That's just cuz you're non-superstitious. Yeah, it's Don't not, listen to Matt, people. It's just a coincidence. Nothing. No, every, it's everything not. is meaningless. We live in a simulation. No, it's not. Somebody's watching. Well, I agree people are watching. <laughs> Uh, but there anyway, are people living in my walls, Mark. You don't understand <laughs> the fear I live in. <laughs> All right, but uh, so now that we've gotten to basically how we've met, right? I've always imagined being a part of a band that was very hardcore, very metal, very you know, man, yeah, type. And you know, I guess you would say we ha have achieved that. You know, a lot of people have been commenting, you know, wow, this makes me want to punch someone in the face, which I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, like the instrumental for uh, Meaning of Life, which nobody can, I think, even listen to anymore. I think we took it down. Yeah, that's down. And um, that's down. I guess you could say also with uh, Fuck 12, a lot of those and like some of like the very, very early demos that we were doing for that last album were very much so like doing like very heavy stuff. And then as we got further along into uh, working on that last album, we kind of started. The fuck does this mean? <laughs> Fake laugh, don't exaggerate. Okay, anyway. We're going to have to cut that out. I'm leaving whatever the fuck I want. No, you ain't. Not that. Anyway. Um, fuck you. Okay, I don't remember my train of thought. Okay. Yeah, so as we uh, went further along into that album, we uh, started kind of experimenting around with more like weird ambient soundscapes and like song structures. Like, say Three is a Crowd is a very heavy song, but we have that whole middle section of it. And now that we've kind of been demoing out some ideas for our new album, and it's just even further into that. Because, uh, you know, you start a band and you, uh, you have this like vision of what you want. And as you go along, you have, you gain experience and you figure out more what your strengths and weaknesses are. Like for me, like he was talking about wanting to do like a lot of hardcore, deathcore kind of stuff. For me, I was like very much into like my prog metal phase and I wanted to do like almost like a dream theater type shit. You want me to be honest with you? Yeah. I fucking hated it. I hated the fact that you wanted to do Prague, very experimental because you know at that time I was very dark and emo 
Yeah, and it, it didn't help that we were like not that great or anything at the time. I mean, even now we wouldn't be able to do that because the musicianship required to do something like that is just fucking way beyond anything I'll probably ever have. You know, that's, but, a, that's one thing that has changed. I, I don't hate that idea anymore. You know, going and trying something new, something different is what people want to hear. Not only that, but... You know, I've been listening to a lot of a lot of like uh, people like Angel Vivaldi, Viv, Vivaldi or something. I don't fucking know. Angel. All right, we'll just call him Angel. But I've been listening to Angel a lot, and, and he implements not just his guitar, but he implements his guitar with different like alien sounds. You know, and he uses the the keyboard for different you know background weird you know alien futuristic machinery type but it's still fucking metal like it's still like hardcore like i could still wah hit him in the face you know what i mean like i don't know it's it's crazy but let me ask you this what do you where do you want us to go right so we're very small we're not a a huge band i i mean i guess you could say we're a little known you know we got 11 what 11.2 thousand on tiktok Mm -hmm. uh which is just through me, if anyone wonders. A lot, I post a lot of the band stuff, so if anyone's interested, go ahead and follow uh, at Mark Salona with two A's at the end. That's at M-A-R-K-C-E-L-O-N-A-A. At M-A-R-K-C-E-L-O-N-A-A. At Mark Salona with two A's. Um, okay, Mr. Telemarketer. <laughs> but yeah, no... Uh, so if you guys want to go ahead and check us out on there, go ahead. You got the YouTube channel, uh, which is usually just our music uh, at a Silent Seminar. Then you also have my uh, stuff where I do a lot of background uh, stuff. That is at also Mark Salona at M-A-R-K-C-E-L-O-N-A. And if you guys are also interested, we have our editor here, uh, Shane. Um, go ahead, Shane, come into the mic real quick. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> That's Shane, everyone. He's a little um, shy, sad emo boy. <laughs> you got the hair for it. Oh. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, we got Shane here, and basically, we're going to have a, uh, a mic for him soon. But right now, we're just going to have this between me and Matt just because we want you guys to understand who we are, what we're about, where we want to go, and what we want to do. Uh, with the band, I guess you'd say. And even in general, we're just going to be talking about ourselves. Um, so, Matt, I also want to ask you, do you have any other plans uh, with music or without music? Do you just have any other plans? Now, we know I do vlogs, a lot of vlogs, um, along with, you know, comedy TikToks. Is there anything else that you, besides this podcast and the band, that you would, I guess, say interested in starting to do? Uh, I do want to uh, work more on my production work. I have kind of, that's kind of taken a backseat, but I do want to start producing other local bands, getting better at that or hip hop artists, all that kind of stuff. I would like to also start building more of a social media presence right now. I haven't done that, but I do want to start like posting things like TikToks or Instagram videos of me, like maybe just jamming a guitar, like showing how to do a, like something on a, with like production work you know, stuff like that that's the thing too if you ever need help 
Your brother's here, man. Your brother is here. And he can help you out, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I've been doing it uh, for 11 years. For anyone who doesn't know, I've been doing YouTube for 11 years. Um, so going back to Matt, if you actually do need help, I can help you a lot with when it comes to promotion ideas to get you actually up there. Because the thing is, if, you know, and here's a tip to anyone listening. When you create something, when you create music, when you create a video, when you create anything, a lot of people just say, you know what, I'm going to upload it and bam, I'm famous. Woohoo, blew up, right? No, that's not how it works. You can, you know, you, you got to promote it. You have to not just have it sitting there and hopefully crossing your fingers. You got to show people so they can show people so they can. Sh- it goes wide and hopefully one day yeah, it I've, shows it to the right person. Yeah, I've seen so many like uh, Instagram accounts to ban- local bands or even not local bands. That maybe have a tiny bit of a following or something and you look at their instagram pages their last post was like three weeks ago and you only need to scroll back like a tiny bit to get to last year like they don't do anything and, the, and it, what little they do post is usually kind of shit like if i if i stumble across the instagram page for a band i want to be able to immediately listen to their stuff onto it i mean maybe that's just me but you know no, I definitely, I definitely agree. You know, I'm not, no one wants to wait. You know what I mean? But now let's move on. Um, so basically that's awesome to hear. You know, I know a lot of people told me personally through whether it was through direct, uh, direct message or whether it was through, you know, a live stream or whatever, TikTok uh, comment. They said they want to see more of you. So, you know, a lot of people want to get to know you more, and I don't blame them. I mean, let's let's be honest, the guitarist, especially for being you, yeah. with only you and me, and me as a drummer, you are carrying most of the weight. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a mysterious man too, so that, you know, brings some luster. Exactly. So, you know, give the ladies what you want, show them your wang, say a couple words. All right, OnlyFans page going up next month. OnlyFans page going next month. I will be there to record for you. So if you ever need record any second, my OnlyFans. Hell yeah! <laughs> I will be there, I can brother. Do this shit myself. <laughs> nah. Unless you want to be a guest star. I will be a guest star, and you know what? I'll be a bluffer if you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not <laughs> going fluffer, that far. No. <laughs> yeah, fluffer. G- guest star is fine, but fluffer—that's just drawing the line. <laughs> All right, so let's get moving on. Um, I want to ask you: Where do you see Silent Seminar? Where do you see? Uh, us as a group in general and yourself uh, I guess you'd say in the next five years I hope to see us performing to at least mid-sized crowds hopefully bigger I would I mean anybody last time wasn't too bad huh sorry last time wasn't too bad yeah well like I mean, we're a metal band, but of course we, we're very experimental and we could definitely have a lot of cross appeal if we, you know, hone that right. And I would love to, you know, ma- imagine playing to a fucking arena, man. Oh, my God. Having everybody sing along the lyrics and shit. Oh, I, th- I dream about it every day. Oh, my God, that day. would be fucking pyrotechnics and shit. Oh, you know how much I lasers. beat my meat to it? Huh? You know how much I beat my meat to it? I'm assuming you did it on the car right here, right? Literally, all I do is put inspirational band videos on. 
put some headphones on. There you go. Splooged. Done. That's it. That's the day. I'm done. Tapping out. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Somebody please call the authorities. He's holding me hostage. Help, I can't run as fast as he can. No one can. (laughs) But, uh... He's the man in my walls. But, yeah, where do you see us in the next five years? Like, realistically. Realistic, like I said, uh, playing to decent venues, like, you know, like, you know, the average venue, you might see a metal act playing at least that, I would hope. Because five years is a decent amount of time. We should be able to play to, hopefully, good-sized crowds, and, of course, you mainly right now, and hopefully me soon, are, you know, putting a lot of time into promoting and stuff. All of... any, also, another tip, anyone to listening and anyone on this live stream, we have a live stream going on as well. Um, another tip to anyone, all it takes is a little bit of promotion on all you got to do. Literally, all you have to do is go on, say, Facebook and look up groups related to the video that you're making. Say you make a skateboard video, right? Go ahead and take the skate video and put it in a skating video group. You know, a lot of people will take the mistake and go into a YouTube promotion group. Excuse me. I just burped there. Here, I'm going to save one for the crowd. Nope, not coming up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, you know, that's all it takes. And a great uh, way to also do it is to go to um, Reddit groups. Reddit groups are also very, very amazing for blowing up. I mean, I was at 100 fo- uh, subscribers on YouTube which is not a lot. I mean, even what I'm at now is not a lot. Um, but within a matter of four months of promoting, and since I learned that, I've jumped 150 subscribers. You know what I mean? It's a, it's amazing in a way, but it's very stressful, and it takes a lot of time of just sitting on your ass and going on your phone. But start doing it, man. Yeah, nobody can discover you if you they don't know you exist. Exactly. We got to get that that shit out there. You yeah. know, and I I would definitely say the same as well. Uh I would I would hopefully um hope, hopefully hope that we would have some better sized uh size crowds. For example, 100 people, yeah. 200 people. Now the thing is I also want to start traveling more um to different states. You know what I mean? Just spending a, a one day in a different state. Yeah, that'd be fun. Play some a, a live show right in the middle of a public spot where we can't get kicked out. Hopefully legal. Hopefully. But you get what I'm saying. We just got to find other ways besides Reddit and Facebook groups to to get out there. Mm-hmm. So, but I definitely agree. So let's move on here. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, how you feel about where we are now do you feel that we can get up there do you feel like we can actually blow up you know be eating that steak every night be eating that lobster every night even if you wanted some macaroni i mean and you chicken can strips. if you buy it from the dollar store i mean you might go to the yeah. hospital immediately after though i wouldn't recommend it i would say don't do that i would yeah. say um I-, I wasn't recommending it i was just saying we could you know what i would, I would find really interesting I mean, we could jump off a bridge i don't know if it, i wouldn't recommend anyone do it though <laughs> yeah I mean, 
Good no, I'm just kidding. Good, good publicity. <laughs> yeah. Jump off with a silent seminar flag. <laughs> <laughs> they told me to do it. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't. Do we that. don't have lawyers. We're poor. Yeah, we're very poor. We're not big at all. So don't do that. Uh, <laughs> but I do appreciate everyone asking about it. But yeah, um, how do you feel? Do you think we, we can actually get up there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you uh, think it'll take? Uh, more promoting, more shows, more content. Just, yeah, just more, really. Just more time. You know, they say luck is like when opportunity meets preparation. Oh, yeah. We gotta, you know, keep posting promotions and stuff like that. And eventually the opportunity will come. You know, and you're 100% correct. Um, that's what the one, number one amazing thing about TikTok is people who do have the mentality of, wow, I'll just cross my fingers and hope I blow up. TikTok makes that opportunity possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't do anything but besides put hashtags. I don't promote that whatsoever. Yeah. But my one video got 2.1 million views. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Yeah. For someone who just sat on their ass and hoped that they would blow up you know what i mean it's absolutely amazing and very upsetting that it got taken down at 2.1 million views i had a lot of likes but um yeah i'm very excited but let's let's keep going on um another thing i want to talk about is do you suggest to anyone out there of picking up music and why No, just get a stable job. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, or not. On it. it depends on the person. Some people, it just kind of... If it's something that you really want to do, then yeah, absolutely. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise of what, you, what your dreams are, of course. And, you know, you just got to ask yourself the question. If I made no money off of this, would I still want to do it? And for me, that answer is yes. And I think that's the most important thing. So many people want to become like the next famous, you know, musician or YouTuber because they see other people get famous and buy these mansions and shit. And all that shit is cool. I would love to have that, too. But at the end of the day, if I never had it and I just pursued music because I loved it, I'd still be happy because I love doing music. And it's, you know, everything I've wanted to do it since I was a little kid, pretty much even when I maybe wanted to do like another any other career I've had has pretty much almost been like be a YouTuber or something and even so it's always been like a self-employed self-creative kind of thing and even if it wasn't music it was still like maybe I wanted to do music as a hobby on the side like I've kind of, it's always kind of been in the back of my mind that I wanted to make music now so you just you really just gotta look inwards and really just think about yourself and you'll you'll figure it out eventually i also want to say to anyone who is listening and i guess you would say is also getting into the entertainment industry right and anyone on the live stream i want you to listen as well go ahead and and do what you want now you know if if you're if you are sitting on your ass doing absolutely nothing but dreaming but playing a video game of what you want to do right you're not going to get anywhere closer you're not going to learn anything you're not going to be able to get there you're not going to get there so let's say you want to become an artist right you want to become a a millionaire by doing paintings Mm -hmm. so you threw some paint in your mouth and you spit on a poster 
because that's what most art is just people taking a shit on a poster and oh spreading God, it with yeah, their hands. Yeah, I've seen TikTok recommend me like, or maybe it was Instagram, recommend me painting videos and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? It's just people dumping paint cans onto giant yeah. ass can canvases. But no. I, I mean, um, hey, if, if it does it for you, sure, whatever. But like, I don't understand yeah. how anyone can get anything out of that unless you're up your own ass. Exactly. Yeah, facts. But um, no, yeah, let's say you're, you're an artist and you want to become a professional artist and no, nothing against, you know, artists out there. Excuse me. Uh, the first step that you got to take is getting your art out there. You know, no one's going to find your art. Like we were saying about promotion earlier, you know, if you, you could sit there and make a painting, but that painting is not going to be seen. It is not going to be bought is not going to become famous. If you do not put that painting up for sale in a coffee shop, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, you, there's certain things that you guys don't understand when it comes to pursuing your dreams and the number one thing that most people fail is learning to attack what they want now take what you want now because it's not going to be there later i mean yeah sure you, you it'll be there later but you, how many opportunities how far would you be if you would have started earlier and i guarantee it would be much farther much 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 farther mm -hmm. now the last thing i kind of wanted to talk about how how long are we at i think 45 minutes i think we started around like 45 okay i remember looking at the time earlier and it said six o'clock and i think this is when we did the fake recording uh -huh. So I think it's probably that minus 10, 15 minutes, 20, maybe. All right. Well, let me that. ask you this. We have, we have time left. Fuck it. We have time left. Yeah. Whatever. Some of this will get edited out probably. No, you can keep that in. Screw it. Um, who would you say now? Yeah. Who would you say is the main inspiration? I guess from since you were a child to now. I don't know if I've ever had like one main inspiration, but there is like a through line. Pretty much anybody who is music artist, YouTuber, somebody who they had a vision of what they wanted to do. They wanted or like they wanted to do, you know, music. They wanted to make YouTube and they just did it because they they enjoyed it. Like uh, there was this one. There's this fucking hilarious uh, example of a. Uh, Corey Coleman from Double Toasted and Spill.com. Is there anyone specific? Yeah, I'm getting into one. Well, there's nobody specific, but like I'm giving an example. Uh, he started, like he was an animator and he liked talking about movies and he liked watching movies and he wanted to, uh, he, he really just wanted to see movies for free is the fucking funny thing. So he just like started a public access show with his friends or whatever. And so he could get free movie screenings and now he's like doing all these different podcasts and he's great at it. And yeah, or just any YouTube movie review or any artist, they've always just been like, I listened to music as a young age, at a young age, and I just eventually started playing instruments and I just kept doing it because I enjoyed it. So people who are able to turn a career out of something they are passionate about and love are the kind of people that inspire me. I don't think I've ever had one singular example. What about you? I would 
And I know this is, I guess you'd say, very kiss-ass of me, but there was no specific person, but as a band, Slipknot. Slipknot was a huge, huge play in my in my life. Now, I would have to also say Joey Jordison, just because I've seen a lot of his drum solos, which are amazing, especially live ones when he's, you know, on that spinning pendulum like the star with nine points on it you know dude amazing fucking amazing that you can still play at that speed and keep tempo while being upside down (laughs) you know what i mean like it's absolutely insane and the fact blood rushing to your head just makes you high i guess i don't know yeah like just you know like i was saying earlier this whole Joey Jordison thing really affected, I guess you'd say, my day. Yeah, I bet. I'm not the type of person to sit there and mourn over some celebrity that died. A lot of celebrities die. A lot of people die. I don't... I'm just not that type, I guess you'd say. But yeah, me neither. I don't know. Maybe There might be somebody who, when they die, I'm like, oh, shit, that hurts, but like... Yeah, Thus like, far, I haven't had anybody because I've never really had a specific inspiration. It's always just been a general thing for me. Exactly. When when people, when celebrities died, I was always like, all right, you know, there's another one. Damn, that sucks. Whatever. But when Joey Jordison died, it was very... I've never cried over a celebrity. I, I cried. When the first time I... Little emo I, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'll be honest. The first time I seen the news of Joey Jordison... It torn. It fuck. It hurt. It was. It hurt. Yeah. It definitely shocked me because he was like what forty two or something. Do we know what? Yeah. Do we know how he died? Maybe we'll have that for next week when we do the podcast. But that. Yeah, we'll get into Joey Jordison. I, it surely later. can't be natural causes or anything if he's that young. Well, honestly. just to say for now, just because we're already here, um, he died of natural causes. He slept. He passed away peacefully in his sleep. Yeah. So. God rest his soul. God bless uh, Joey Jordison. And yeah. But, uh, you know, um, Slipknot, just in general, uh, was very, like I said, very impacting. It was there at times when I was upset. It was there at times, you know, whenever. And that moment where I was like, you know, wow, this is not just music that I listen to. This isn't just music that I listen to lifting. This isn't just something that I listen to every other day just because I want something to listen to. This is something that I go to for for comfort. Not only for comfort, but to go to just to go to in general. That was and same with the YouTubers and that's why I'm a YouTuber now because they, you know, all these bands, all these musicians, all these influencers, they have more of an impact. They have more influence than almost anyone else in this world. That includes the president of the United States. That includes everyone. And that's amazing in a way. Because I do, I would hope to believe that most of the, uh, you know, influencers are preaching good preach. Not yeah. preaching some insane, wild, kill babies, drink their blood, and snip their penis off. Type. Turning the frogs gay like we were talking about yeah, earlier. Turning the frogs fucking gay. Why are, they, why are, they, why are the frogs gay? <laughs> uh, Alex Jones? <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, uh, this was a very exciting podcast. We are out, uh, running out of time. So I do want to close this podcast. I do want to say 
I'm very excited for more shows. Yeah, same. I'm very, very excited for more shows. And uh, for anyone else listening out there, our first special guest is going to be an artist that did our art that you guys see right now on the Anchor app and Spotify and all that. Yes, we are also on Spotify. We're on a bunch of different platforms. Woo! Yeah, let's go. Yippee. <laughs> Yippee. But uh, very excited just to to be a part of the, I guess you'd say, podcast family. Let's not call ourselves that. <laughs> That's dumb. But uh, I hope everyone that is listening enjoyed. I had a lot of fun. Did you have fun, Matthew? I enjoyed myself. Would you say you enjoyed yourself, Shane? Listening to me and Matthew talk? Well, on your phone the entire time, you fake fan. <laughs> it's like ASMR listening to you do these headphones. <laughs> All right. Um, Especially when you <laughs> so i hope everyone did enjoy this episode and like i said we're going to record another episode sunday which is very soon coming up it's yep. in what four days yeah. something like that so i'm very excited um to record the next episode which we will not have alex delanka which is the artist that will be on the next wednesday or possibly the next no sunday next sunday not this sunday but if we are all available, we will also record next Wednesday. If not, we'll just wait until Sunday. Mm-hmm. As long as we get one show out a week, you know, if we can get one show out a week, if Sunday doesn't work for you, we'll figure something out. Yep. But, um, yeah. Is that it? I think so. I think that's fucking it, dude. That's it. It's all. See ya, bro.